The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Collier'sRural.co.nz Golf now on the show where the PGA Tour is heading into the pointy end of the season with the first of the playoff events set to get underway this evening, New Zealand time at TPC Southwind outside of Memphis. Joining us on the show today, Mr. Majors himself, Graham Agas. Haven't spoken for a while. Morning, Graham. How are you, mate? Very, very well. You doing well? Yes, I am. Thank you. Uh, I'm suffering through uh, one of the hottest summers uh, they've seen in Arizona. We had 32 days of 110 degrees or more. Um, and it's cooled down to 108 today, so I'm celebrating. <laughs> the air conditioning will be pumping, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't want to see the account. Oh, no. All right, let's talk golf anyway. John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, leading the field on points, heading into the first event. Do you think anyone can topple them? Usually with the uh, playoffs, uh, it's the guys in the top four spots that are the ones that go on to win the big cash hall. Um, making it through to the the third and final of the playoff events to to a championship. Uh, So I think you're right. If you want to pick them, you pick John Ram and Scotty Scheffler. Right behind behind those two, though, Rory McIlroy is not without a chance, nor is Max Homer, unknown to most of the world, but a very good um, PGA Tour player. And then, then you you know, you've got the the wild cards of Wyndham Clark, who won the US Open, Brian Harmon, uh, the British Open champion, maybe guys like Jason Day and Ricky Fowler. But, you know, if if you were serious, you'd pick uh, Ram or Scheffler to get the job done. Tell us a little bit about the course at TPC Southwind. What sort of golfer will it suit? Um, it's pretty fair, but, uh, you know, there's plenty of water and it's going to be hot and muggy with possible storms um, later in the week just because of the way the U.S. summer has gone. And, you know, it's right in the middle of the muggy area in the in the summertime in the United States. So uh, it's a fair course. Uh, I wouldn't call it an amazing um, course, but, you know, it's a sufficient test for the, the, the top 70 players who've made it through to this first round of the playoffs. And, of course, it gets progressively cut down mm. over the next two tournaments to just 30 players who will make it into the... Um, into the Tour Championship and pick up the FedEx Cup and the $18 million bonus that goes with it. So, you know, it's a big money finish for these guys. Um, But if you've already got the points on the board, it certainly helps. Um, And the Ryder Cup selectors are going to be watching closely, the US team for the Ryder Cup. Big talking point, I guess, Justin Thomas. Do you think he'll make it? Uh, I don't think he'll make it, actually. I I think... um, uh, he he needed to make the cut last week, and and um, have a really really good finish. And he just couldn't you know finish the way he wanted to. The problem with his form is there are days where it's okay, and he can shoot a good number, a 67. But then the very next day he struggles to break mm. par. And Zach Johnson, the the American captain, would have been well aware of that. So I would be surprised if he gets a, a berth against a lot of players who've been very impressive this year that are just outside the automatic six. And, Graeme, yesterday the PGA Tour unveiled a lineup of 36 tournaments in a calendar year schedule. There'll be some tweaks with some of the tournaments not having cuts and others trimming the field after 36 holes. How do you like those ideas? Well, this is basically uh, in response to Liv, 
and it's basically the rich will get richer. Uh, what the PGA Tour has done is it's abandoned its wraparound season, which used to start immediately after the playoffs finished. In September, the new season started and rolled around to the playoffs again. And that, that's been in uh, force for about 10 years. And it was done to deliberately stop other tours or other events from taking over the period September through to December, which had become the silly season for golf, you know, with all these million-dollar shootouts and all sorts of stuff. So that's actually failed. Um, and they've recognised that they should go back to the calendar year and what they've done is um, they've now got a two-tier tour. You've got the wealthy guys, uh, i.e. the top 50 players in the world, who will qualify for what they call signature events. Uh, and and uh, they include Tiger's event at the Los Angeles Open, Arnold Palmer's event in Orlando, uh, Jack Nicholas's memorial tournament. And they're the only three that will actually have a cut. The field will be 80 and it'll have a 36-hole cut down to 50. The other events won't have a cut. They'll just be closed shop, big money events for the for the top players. And then outside of those signature events, the PGA Tour will continue as normal for the rest of the guys. You know, fields of 156 with a 36-hole cut. Um, and, and the majority of players who will play them, of course, are the ones trying to get themselves into the top 50 to qualify for the big bucks. Fascinating stuff. Hey, Graham, thank you for uh, joining us this morning. Enjoy the golf this weekend. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Graham Agar is joining us out of a very warm US of A.